0: This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive, passive income. Join me now. So welcome to another episode of Wealth on the Beach podcast. My name is Daniel Alonzo, and again, I am your host. This is episode 13. Happy Tuesday to everybody. It's a beautiful day in southern california and so look i'm gonna tell you about my guest before i tell you her name i'm gonna tell you about my guest number one uh she has built one of the largest fastest growing fitness companies in california today she uh has been in the industry over a decade uh she has uh you know she actually when when she got started she Uh, had the birth of her her second child, and it kind of motivated her to transform her body uh, by eating clean and exercise and all that good stuff. She found a new passion. uh, Together with her co-founder, Dr. Sam Bakatar, they founded the Camp Transformation Center. Now with over 100 locations, uh, they have transformed thousands and thousands of lives. Uh, look, look, guys, listen up. This is Alejandra Font, and she is going to be talking health and wealth and everything in between. Thank you so much for being here, uh, Alejandra. How Thank are you. you. And, and by the way, how does it feel to be healthy and wealthy? <laughs>
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. What an amazing introduction. I swear my eyes were watering. That was really, really nice. Um, But it feels awesome. It feels awesome. That's the only way to live, to have really good health. That's number one. And why not, you know, work hard and create some wealth because you only have one life and you got to make the absolute best of it. You're going to, you know, you're going to grow old anyway, hopefully. So you got to, you got to have a great trajectory.
0: That's it. That's it. Well, well, we we appreciate you being here with us today. I mean, we want to get to know you. Of course, the camp has been an incredible success. You guys have done an amazing, amazing job. Uh, And so tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what was your childhood like? What was your parents like?
1: Sure. Um, well, you know, I I grew up in a Hispanic family where fitness was not a priority. I really found fitness later in life. Um, my passion had always been, and one of my passions still is fashion. And, um, you know, I went to fashion school and growing up, honestly, like having a career wasn't really the focus of my parents. It was more like you know, get married and have kids. And I guess being that they're, you know, Hispanic, that that's kind of the mentality for a lot of like the old school Hispanics. Um, my, my family is Colombian. And um, I was kind of on that track to just end up getting married. I went to, I did end up going to school, but later in life, actually, I graduated from college when I was like 31 years old. I was actually pregnant with, with my first son when I graduated. So career wasn't so much a focus. Um, we lived, you know, middle, middle lower to middle class family, nothing fancy, just kind of getting by. I heard a lot as I was growing up that we can't afford it. You know, we can't do this. Our trips, our vacations were like trips to Rosarito or, um, you know, we would go sometimes to Colombia as well because that's where my family was from. But it wasn't, you know, I didn't grow up in wealth or abundance. It was kind of a limiting type of mentality. And so, so I mean, th- did
0: you ever feel like, was there that aha moment for you, even as a child, where you kind of knew that you wanted something better, you wanted a different life? Did that ever? Yes. Okay. Yes. So
1: I awesome. would cringe when my mom would tell me, like, we can't afford it. Or we can't go here because we don't have the money. It would bother me so much. And when we did go to, you know, some nice restaurants every, you know, on special occasions or something, I felt very comfortable. I was like, this is where I belong. <laughs> this is this is what I need to be doing. These are the types of places that I need to go um, to frequent. I felt very comfortable in in that type of environment. I, I liked fancy things from from when I was little. Um, and yeah, I, I knew that I wanted something more. So, and I've kind of figured I'll just marry someone that, you know, can provide that for me. Because again, my focus wasn't, you know, to have a career.
0: That right, really exactly. came later. So that, so, so I mean, as far as like, like growing up, was there somebody in your life? Was there a mentor? Did you have somebody that maybe you... And it it didn't have to be in your family. Maybe it was somebody on TV, or was it somebody that you saw as a mentor that helped to kind of guide you a little bit?
1: No, you know, not necessarily. I did go to school with um, people that had means. So I I saw that, and, you know, I kind of wanted that. But no, I didn't exactly have a mentor, and obviously social media didn't exist at the time. So So it was very limiting as far as, like, you know, potential and what, what I
0: saw. All right, so me and you have something in common. We believe in the law of attraction. we believe yeah. in you know thoughts or things and I- I've been following just so everybody knows I've been following Alejandra for a long time now she's actually very good friends with a good friend of mine from high school mm-hmm. and uh, and so we kind of got connected through friendships and then all of a sudden, I started following her and next thing you know, we started talking and she's been talking to my wife and we've been kind of, you know, developing a relationship. And so this has really been fun, but I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that what you think about with courage and passion and determination will ultimately become your reality. And I believe that even me and you and our families are starting to get connected. It's funny because- my son actually follows your son oh, how because funny. He, sell, he sells the Supreme and yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. Like Supreme and all that yeah. stuff. And he's kind of he he actually has sold some things online, you know, modeling after some uh-huh. of the, the, your son is doing. So, yeah. uh, so again, that's you, awesome. y you know, you, you, there's nothing. Nothing is an accident. I mean, So right. the 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 universe is conspiring to make us who we want to become, ultimately, right. and that's what, what it's done for you. So tell me about that, and
1: how do you feel about that? You know, I I noticed early on, even before I was aware of The Secret, I I was noticing that when I would think about things intently and very positively, they would come to fruition. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize The, the Secret even existed. And then once, you know, the movie came out, I just was obsessed with it. I read the book, I watched the movie and I realized like, my God, I have it all at my fingertips. Like I literally can have the exact life that I can imagine. Of course you have to work hard, but that's, that's not that hard to, to work hard. You just work in some, in a field that you love. Um, But the fact that I could change any situation in my mind and get the exact outcome that I want, was so powerful and i've seen it happen in my life over and over we've gone through you know ups and downs financially before we opened the camp um we we had started other companies that didn't do well and i stayed focused with you know positivity and i knew that my life wasn't about you know bankruptcy and and poverty and and you know sacrifice i knew i was meant for more and i mean i've always I feel like I've, always, I've had ups and downs, but overall, my life has been such a blessing of abundance.
0: And, and that's awesome because I think that people get to that moment, Alejandra, that they, they, they give up mm-hmm. and they, because they, they think that the struggle is the universe telling them not to do it, right. when in fact, it's the universe saying, push through, I right. got gotcha. you it's yeah. coming. You just yeah. gotta, you gotta have faith and you gotta keep believing. You gotta keep knowing that uh, over that hill is a land of abundance and opportunity and, and choices and options and freedom. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're talking health and wealth today, but, uh, but, but, you know, there, there's something I found out about you. You guys owned a subway, right?
1: We used to, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You, you owned a subway franchise. Well, yeah. 16 years old that was one of my first jobs was oh really on subway yes yes How so funny. so I used to come home smelling like onions yeah every single night okay right. so you know what I'm talking about yeah. and, so, uh-huh. and totally. uh and, and so so tell me about I mean because you you did try other businesses yeah what what sort of things did you try and you know, maybe what did you learn from some of those things?
1: Sure. Um, we, we when, actually before we got married, my husband and I, he bought a, a Subway franchise and, you know, it was a great learning experience now. Now we see it as a great learning experience now that we're in franchising. Um, we actually have adopted a lot of the things that he learned from Subway. Um, so that was an experience. He was very young. I was just working at the time. I wasn't involved in, in the business. He, but we learned a lot. And he was very, I think, immature. He went into it when he was probably like 28 years old, thought he knew more than, you know, Subway knew and thought he was going to change the business model. So we quickly realized, you know, we need to get out. This is not for us. They didn't really like us, you know, like corporate because he wanted to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that didn't la- that lasted, I think we had it for like four years. And then we went into a direct sales company and um, we were in the kind of like houseware space, you know, water filters, cooking utensils. Um, we were there for about six years. It was an incredible experience because of what you learn in that space in, in direct sales. And I think it's very similar to what you guys are doing. Um, you have to, to do well. In order to do well, you have to focus on, you know, educating yourself being very disciplined, doing whatever it takes. The only thing that is going to get you through, you know, problems in business is, is cash flow, is money. Right. You have to be bringing money in. You have to be closing sales. And there was no, we didn't have the luxury of sitting and hoping and being depressed because we didn't have sales. It was like, well, we've got to go out and work. You know, we we got to the point where we had over 100 salespeople underneath us, like distributors. We had a huge office. It was a lot of responsibility. And it was tough because that business can't be tough because everyone is, you know, on commission. So you have to get motivated people, people that really want more out of their life. Um, And that could sometimes be hard to find. But we knew the only way through it was just to keep on going. You cannot. Even now, at the level we are, we are, we're we're at, we're at, we can't just sit back. We don't have the luxury. You have to get up and work every single day. If you're depressed, if you're sad, if you're scared, that's a luxury. I don't have that luxury. I got to work every day, work my butt off because I have a lot of people depending on me. So, wow, that's,
0: um, that's, that's just powerful. I mean, it's so powerful because, look, I mean – the truth is, is that most people, they sit around waiting for opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to create it. Absolutely. Create your, you know, you know, what, what was it? Oprah that said she creates her luck, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the, the luck comes from the hard work. Absolutely.
1: And, and, and it's, so and you it's work they, the luckier you get.
0: There you go. Exactly. And it's just every day you grind it, you get up, you find a new prospect. You find a new friend, you, you build a new relationship and you never know which one is going to be the one. Totally. That, that was, that was the difference. That was a difference maker for me. So tell me about one of your, uh, tell me about a mistake. I mean, if you were to tell everybody, look, I made a mistake doing this. What's one of those mistakes?
1: Oh my gosh, where do I start? (laughs) We've made so many Um, You know, that's the beauty. I mean, gosh, in the camp, within the camp, we've made a ton of mistakes. I can't even point one out. I mean, there've been a lot of mistakes. We've done a lot of things right as well, but mistakes are just part of it. And it sounds so cliche that, you know, you grow from them, but you really do. You really do grow from these mistakes that, you know, might become challenges and stuff. You got to tweak things around to make it right, to make it work. Mistakes are a that's we're going to keep making mistakes. And I feel like the more we make mistakes, the better we become, the sharper we become, you know? So you got to just get out there and, and, and make mistakes. Who cares? You're going to grow from it. You're going to learn. You're going to develop.
0: And, and, and when you were in that low moment, you know, when you had, when you had those low moments where there was a little bit of that doubt creeping in, cause you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. A lot of people right now are listening and they're going they're in a dark place right now yeah. they're, they're hurting right now, man they, they, they haven't closed like they should be closing, they're not making the sales they're not bringing in the money right now, and they're like i mean i, I mean it would just be easier for me just to go back and get a job, yeah you know it would be yeah. easier just for me to quit and just go be average and ordinary like everybody else, right. what do you tell them what do you tell somebody like that
1: you know um I've totally been there. I remember, you know, in, in this business and in the direct sales business that we were in, you know, it can get very tough. It can get very, very scary. But my positivity would all, always kind of outweigh those negative feelings. I think you have to just be so aware of the fact that those are just thoughts. It doesn't mean anything, it's not reality. Those are just images of what you don't want to happen, you know, worry. Those are just images of things that, you know, scare you. You can, you can take control of your thoughts. It's so easy in a second. You can take control of your thoughts. But I think people have to educate themselves and be aware of that, expose themselves to this type of material like The Secret and, you know, so many other things out there. You have to work on developing yourself as a person in order to overcome these difficult, you know, hardships.
0: And it's almost like what I try to do is I try to flip it. So it's like a, a, a flip switch, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and basically when I when I have doubt creeping in, I'll flip the entire picture yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so if it's negative, I, I instantly turn it into positive. Yeah. So that way, my mind starts thinking about the things I want mm-hmm. versus think- thinking about the things I don't want, because you True. know that you keep thinking about shit you don't want you're going to get that shit. Yeah. I mean, we, know we all know it and we've all yeah. been there and, and every one of us have made that mistake. And right. I'm telling you that it, it, it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Really- and it spirals
1: and it spirals. Yeah. It spirals. You start, you let that thought take control and you then all of a sudden you literally start feeling down. Like you're like, like your, your composure changes. I try, I I do that the same thing. Like, kind of flip the switch. I think of images of my kids when they were babies. I mean, how do you not smile when you think of, you know, someone you love, like your, your son or your daughter when they were babies? Another thing I do is like, I'll literally look up and it's, it's weird, but it's impossible to like feel down when you're looking up at the sky. It's, it's this weird thing that happens. You have to try it. It's like you, you automatically like feel like hope. Um, or then just smiling, forcing yourself to smile, but mostly, you know, just having control of your thoughts and realizing that you do have control. They don't have control over you. You can control them.
0: Totally. Totally. And, and, and by the way, it's, it's almost impossible to feel down when you're smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're exactly. smiling, it's, it's, it's impossible to exactly. think of something negative while you're smiling. While you're smiling. Yeah. Force yourself so to smile. Force mm-hmm. yourself to smile. I love that. I love that. I love that. All right. So let's talk about, um, you know, look, look, you're, you're in the health space. Okay. I want to, want to kind of shift gears a little bit to health and we're going to talk some more business and wealth and things like that. But, but look, some people are saying right now they're listening because, you know, and, and if you check out Alejandra, I mean, you know, she's, I think you've been in, in, in different competitions, right? Mm-hmm. Health competitions yeah. and you've won some stuff and you've been very, very successful at, at creating a great you know, physique and, and, and the, and your style is great um, Mm -hmm. and and all that. And so, but some people are saying, look, Alejandra, it's easy for you because you're, that's your job. Your job Mm -hmm. is to look good. Your Mm -hmm. job is to, you know, work out and you have that time and all that kind of stuff. So look, I can't do that. I got kids, you know, I I got stuff. I got to cook dinner. I got to do this and that. And then, you know, just all the, 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 the excuses like that. What do you tell those people when they give you that
1: stuff? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to come to terms with yourself. It's just an excuse. When I got into fitness, I wasn't working in fitness. I, you know, I, when I decided to get into shape, I was, um, I was working with my husband in, in, the, in the business I had mentioned. So it had nothing to do with fitness, but I wanted to change my body. I was not happy with the way I looked. So I would wake up at the crack of dawn because, you know, I had babies at the time and I figured I don't want to, you know, take away time from them in the evening. Let me go when everyone is at sleep so nobody can, you know, miss me or, you know, my husband can't complain. And that's what I did. I got in shape early in the morning. I would, you know, prepare my food. I just put the burden on myself. I took responsibility for myself because I knew I wanted it. I really wanted it bad for my life. Um, and it was easy. Once you really want something, you just, you make it happen. It's a matter of priorities. If you're going to sit and make excuses, then, you know, you're just not ready to make that change in your life. But I can tell I, you,
0: when you're, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Just real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Why did you want, why did what? you want to be more help? Like why, like in your mind, if you could think
1: back, right. Why, why did you want it? You know, um, I, Kind of like the the whole, like, I didn't want to, I wanted to go to the nice restaurants and I wanted to have, you know, a, a charmed life. I just felt like I'm enough. Like, I, I I want it all. And I think that everyone is capable of getting it all. You know, it just takes some sacrifice and some work. But I figured I can do this. Why wouldn't I be able to have that body that I admire in other girls, you know, I'm no less than them. I'm capable of doing it myself. I just have um, maybe high sense of self-esteem. I don't know what it is, but I just want an amazing life all the way around. Great relationships with friends, with my you know family, with my health, business, everything. I think I I think I'm capable of it, or at least I'm going to try.
0: You know to have. And that. And, I, and I would say that it's standards. You have high standards. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Thinking in your mind, you're saying, wait a minute, if I can't, because I don't know, I'm just saying, speaking for myself, like for me, I want, you know, when I look in the mirror, I want to, I want to look good. I want to feel good. Not not that I'm going to ever be a bodybuilder guy or some competition guy or anything like that. But I want, you know, when I get up in the morning and I put fuel in my body, I want to make sure it's good. Not that I always eat perfect. Sometimes I eat in and out. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I mean, I love ice cream. That's my vice, you know, so, but, but it's like, look, I want to feel good. I want to have energy. I want to, I want to be, you know, moving and going and feeling like I have energy to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. I don't want to be that tired person always Mm. because to me, tired and lazy and no standards to me is not a well balanced life it's mm-hmm. not the way I wanted to live mm-hmm. and right. so when I when, when you were explaining what you were explaining I was hearing standards yeah. you wanted nice. a better standard of life and right. does, that, does that kind of make sense?
1: absolutely yeah perfect way to put it
0: so um, alright so what, I mean as far as like what, what's your day like? I mean if you were to think about your day an average day in the life of Alejandra what does that look like?
1: Um, you know, we wake up, my husband and I get up at four in the morning. We're at the gym by 5 a.m. Um, I think it's very important. I like to be home by, you know, six so I could prepare the kids breakfast. I like to be there when they leave. Um, so that's a huge part of our day. We go early because we want to be home by the time they're up and getting ready. We go to the gym early. For me, going to the gym, getting it out of the way early in the morning is just the what I've done for like 12 years now, it's just my staple. Otherwise, if I don't go early, it's not gonna happen. Life gets in the way, you know, invitations, whatever. So after that, get ready, come to work. I'm in the office pretty much all day and just, you know, working through challenges. It's a typical typical day at work is, you know, we have an office here of like nine people and it's just um, helping our franchisees, you know, get through, get through another day, just kind of guiding people. But, you know, typical business type stuff that you would do in an office. Right. And then I take, we take our um, social, you know, fun, very, very, uh, it's an important part of our lives. My husband and I love to enjoy ourselves. We love to go out. We love to travel. So, you know, Thursday nights, we try to do date night and then Friday, Saturday, we almost always have plans I think it's um, it's important. I think it's, I want to like go out and see the world and try new restaurants and try new things and go to museums. I just think you have to enjoy your life. I love being at home as well, but um, I think going out a lot of times, especially what I see on social media lately, it's like it's like people talk negatively about it. Like it's like it's a bad thing to be going out. Like people brag about going to bed at 8, 8, 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. That to me is bad. <laughs> i want to go out and have fun um so i mean i think you know you got to enjoy your life while you can while you're healthy
0: well we've been out with you guys a couple times and we've had a blast with you so we know (laughs) how much fun the fonts are so um, (laughs) i I agree i mean you know life is so dang short yeah of course i'm in the life insurance business Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just got a, a stat the other day. We've paid out in my organization over $103 million wow. in death claims. Wow. Okay. And just think about that because they, my average client is not that old. I mean, right. you know, ultimately, I mean, I started at 21. So my average client was 30, 40 years old when mm-hmm. I first sat with them. And yeah. so it, it, you just don't know what's yeah, going to happen. Even, right. I mean, we, I could be hit by a bus tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You better live life to the fullest. You better mm-hmm. enjoy it. And you better, uh, you know, ha- have some sort of plan for your life. Because if right. you don't, it, and I think it's great. Like you have plans for Saturday, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday night. You have plans for the weekend. You have plans to go out and build new relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it, right? Th- think about the relationships that you've been able to build while you've been out. Right. So it's not totally. that you're just going out to go out. A lot yeah. of times you're with different people. You're making right. new friends. You're, you never know. Some mm-hmm. of those people will be franchise owners in your right. business one day. You never and know. so th- those are always opportunities. And I think people, sometimes they think, well, you know, I want to save money right now. And I need to save money. I need to not spend any money. I'm not saying to go crazy spending mm-hmm. money when you don't have it. But I'm saying that at some point, you got to get out of that. some of the best I remember um, early on in my career, I would wash my own car because mm-hmm. I was trying to save money. Right. And then right. I started figuring out well, wait a minute, if I went and got my car washed, well, I might bump into somebody at the car wash. Yeah. It might go into business with me one right, day. Right, right. know, right? So, yeah, totally. I mean, so how, how important is building relationships to building a business for you?
1: Oh, it's, business is about relationships, you know, um, and that's kind of the philosophy that we've always, always had with business. Our partnership with, with Sam is first there was a friendship and, you know, we built a trust and then we went into business together. Um, And it's funny, we, up until like three years ago, we didn't have anything in writing with him. It was all just on a handshake because there was a relationship there and, you know, trust, a lot of trust. You can't really build anything if you don't have trust with your employees, with your partner, with, you know, with anyone. Um, So, so yeah, I think with our franchisees, we focus on that tremendously. Like if they don't like us and we don't like them, it's never going to get anywhere. They have to buy into us. We have to buy into them. We have to like them in order to, to have a, a successful, you know, partnership together. Um, so yeah, relationships is a huge part of business. And I think people don't realize that people see it as like transactional. And I think now more than ever, relationships is very important. You have to be your true authentic self and people will, will like you most likely, as long as you're pretty cool, <laughs> you know, not yeah. a total jerk. And they, and people, they
0: see it, though, Right. They, they see it. They sense it. Yeah. absolutely. Me- and, and you're on social media. Everybody's on social media. And I think today more than ever, you know, for me, social media was a little bit hard in the beginning because I didn't want to look like, you know, a dork, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So totally, it, yeah. it was like, I mean, what am I doing? And some of the things that I do now, some of the things I post, it's, I just laugh at myself. I'm like 10 years ago, I would have never yeah. posted something right. like that. And so, but, but I think what's interesting, what you just said right now, you said you have to be your authentic self. You have to be you. Mm-hmm, I mean, totally. Ultimately, look, I'm going to be me, love me, hate me, Whatever it is, I'm going to be me. I have to just be me.
1: Yeah. H- how do you
0: feel about that? What, what do you think about that?
1: A hundred percent. You have to be authentic. People will sense it a mile away if you're not. I as well, like you, I used to get very like shy and embarrassed about, you know, things that I wanted to post. And then finally it clicked. I was like, who cares? Like at the end of the day, people are going to, you know, speak negatively. People are going to, some people are going to speak negatively. Some people are going to like it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. It only matters for the people that, you know, that you touched in a positive way. So that's why you shouldn't limit yourself. You know, you're, you're cheating everyone else that's gonna enjoy what you're posting or what you have to say. So um, so yeah, I don't, I try not to worry about that. Sometimes the like, gremlins get in my head and I'm like, oh my God, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't post this. But for the most part, I, I'm just like, who cares, whatever. Haters are always gonna exist.
0: Well, you know, they keep hating. I'm gonna keep winning, man. Yeah. What What can you do, right? So, Mm -hmm. hey, look. Are you a tough leader? Would you Would you consider yourself a tough leader or an easy
1: leader or like? You know, that's my problem. I'm way too nice. You're way too nice. Okay. Way too nice. Yeah. I actually try to work on being um, being a little tougher because. People, I think, can sometimes take my niceness for like weakness and, you know, might just misinterpret things. So um, I work on that a lot. I work on that every day, trying to be just a little bit more stern and, and being nice still, but um, not letting people, you know, take advantage of me. So, but I, I'm but yeah. not going to stop being nice. That's right. one thing. I don't want to be, you know, a total bee. Um, I just want to be nice, but still effective as a leader.
0: Right. And so, so, I mean, as far as it's the people that you're dealing with, when you think about like your franchise, you know, uh, owners Uh and, and the way that, that you are with them, what, what do you think if they were to say, this is Alejandra's best trait, what do you think that they would say about you?
1: I think they would think I'm very approachable. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that they all know, they can come and talk to me about, you know, pretty much anything. Yeah. I think that's, that's something that they recognize.
0: And that's, and that's pretty powerful. And that's very, very important that your door is open. Yeah. And anybody and everybody they can call you, they can ask for help. They can uh, ask for guidance and they know right. you're going to give it and, and you're going to give them the honest answer.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You, you don't,
0: I mean, you're not like, you, you don't try to sugarcoat it too much. Right. Try to no, get, no,
1: right. It. Exactly. Sometimes you have to have those tough conversations and that's what, you know, I have those tough conversations, but I'm uncomfortable with it. So that's something that I'm just, you know, growing with. Just working you know? on it. Working yeah, on Yeah, working what
0: on it. Well, well, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, as far as like, like accountability, I mean, w- when you think back as far as, you know, through the years, were you accountable to somebody or were you just accountable to yourself? I mean, what, what would you say? about accountability in in becoming successful
1: um no you know just really to accountable to my husband and I we we've always had a really good relationship and um we've just been always from the time we got married just wanted more and we kind of had the same vision so just accountable to, to each other we we just wanted a better life so we we've both worked really really hard to and we continue working really hard to achieve more and more
0: Well, you're a total inspiration. Um, As far as self-improvement, a couple little uh, uh, quick things. Self-improvement, how important is it to self-improve maybe seminars, big events? I mean, I have my vision tour coming up in January, on January 19th. A lot of people know about that already. Um, How important is it to go to things like that and be a part of uh, seminars and and self-improve?
1: I think it's very important, very, very important. I wish more people were open to that sort of thing. It seems like only people in certain industries are open to it, Um, but it's a huge part of my life. You know, going to seminars, I go to at least twice, uh, some kind of a seminar at least twice a year, and then, you know, I read a lot of books on that topic, Um, same with podcasts. I'm always kind of feeding my mind. Um, that kind of positivity and and reinforcement of what I want in my life. I think it's a huge tool that, and especially if you're, you know, new or if the whole, you know, aspect of controlling your thoughts is um, something difficult for you. It's something that could help you improve uh, personal development.
0: Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much. I mean, Hey everybody. Um, We are here with Alejandra font, man. This is wealth on the beach club. As you guys know, I mean, Wealth on the Beach podcast, as you guys know, we are always looking for great people to to have come on our show. And, um, you know, this is uh, is just another great example of somebody that came from nothing. I mean, she, you know, a very, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, as far as middle to lower class family was Mm -hmm. raised and knew, she knew she wanted to get better. She's a mom. She has children. She's healthy. She's wealthy. She's got a great marriage. She's got a great, incredible business. She's, again, proof that you can have your wealth on the beach. She's, again, proof that you can you know, think more positively, self-improve more, be more, have higher standards, and, and look, at the same time, know that she's got stuff that she's trying to also get better at. She doesn't know it all. She doesn't have it all down yet. But at least she's brave enough to say uh, and you know, has the guts enough to say, I'm going to try. I'm going to get up one more day. I'm going to try again. I'm going to give it everything I got. I'm going to be all that I always imagined I could be. And, and to me, that's inspiring. And hopefully that inspired you guys. Uh, today, um, what what a what an incredible example you are as a woman, as a mother, as a business person, and uh, and look, I, I want to make sure that, that everybody uh, is reminded that um, you know to share this podcast with somebody you know. Tell us how we get a hold of you, Alejandra. If we want to get involved with the camp, if there's uh, you know we just want to get healthier and wealthier, what what do we got to do?
1: Um. Let's see. So our franchise website, if you want information on franchising, it's thecampfranchise.com. And my Instagram is just my full name, Alejandra Font. You can always DM me there and I can send it to the right person. Um, and then I have Facebook as well, alejandrafont.com. Or Alejandra Font, that's my, my Facebook name.
0: And then what's your website? What's the website?
1: The Thecamptc.com. Like if you want to... Join as a member, thecamptc.com. And then for franchising, it's thecampfranchise.com.
0: Perfect, perfect. I just want to, because I know people right now, they're like, you know what? If she could do it, I can do it. If if she can do this, I can do this. I got this. And the cool thing about it is the camp, they're going to guide you. They're going to help you. They're going to take you by the hand. They're going to teach you. They're going to mentor you. They're going to coach you to create a better body, better health. And, and ultimately, so that you could have more energy to go out and build your business more successfully, to go out and become everything you always dreamt you wanted to become. It is possible for you. Don't you ever, ever let anybody discourage you. It is your, it is your decision, man. Whatever you think about is gonna become your reality. Hey, look, everybody share this podcast, please. Um, you know, get your vision tour tickets right away. The price will be going up again very, very soon. Uh, click on my Instagram bio for the link. Please check that out. Also, we're, sa- we're also signing people up every single day for Wealth on the Beach Club. I do a, a lesson every week. I do a Q&A every week. We teach about leadership. We teach about uh, uh, you know, the secret. We teach about uh, law of attraction. We teach about business. We teach about money. We teach about closing. We teach about business everything under the sun. Check that out. Um, and, uh, and of course, uh, alonzoacademy.com. You can click on the link, Wealth on the Beach Club link to, to check that out. Always, as always, subscribe on my YouTube channel. Um, lots and lots of free content there. Um, thank you again, Alejandra. I can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and the friendship that we're starting to build. And, uh, and, and with everybody else, dream bigger, but make sure you do it now. God bless.
1: Thank you so much, Daniel.